Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Edify Me. I'm your host Shane Smith, and I'm so happy you're able to join us again. Uh, today we have a very special guest. Um, it's a young lady named Amanda Neely, and I'll let her give you a little introduction of herself. How you doing, Amanda? I'm great, Shane. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to be here today. Um, I'm, I'm in based in Chicago, and I've kind of a winding tale of entrepreneurship that's led me now to be uh, in the financial services industry so I can talk about some of that but the tale involves church planting um, trying to follow Jesus the best that I can and uh, finally having a baby now too so lots of different things we could talk about here <laughs> that's awesome um, well I mean thanks for coming on I mean I really want you to uh, if you got any wisdom for the millennial uh, aged listeners I'll mm-hmm. be, you know it'd be great to hear some of that also i mean whatever you can tell us about your newfound uh, you know relationship with god and church planning you know we'll go into that a little later too but uh to start um how, you know how old are you and you know tell us a little bit about your family yeah so i I'm a 1984 baby, so that makes me 34 as we're recording this message. Um, just had uh, my my first child uh, in April. Um, he's seven months old as of the recording, so really new. But I've been married for 12 years. Got married right out of college, um, mm. mostly because. I, you know, kind of knew I wanted to marry this guy named Brandon and there's no point in like setting up a whole life right out of college and then having to reset it up again a year or two later. So we're just like, let's go ahead and and do that now. So, um, that, that was, and that was that part of that story, (laughs) but the, it took us a long time to actually start our family, um, from that point. So, yeah, um, that's great. I mean, it's always good to get married right out of college, you know. Um, some people struggle to find that significant other, but you know, you just get them while you can. Is what I always like to say. <laughs> so that's a that's a very beautiful story. Uh, how old is your son? Uh, he's seven months now. All right, all right, it's beautiful. Uh, so you said you work in the financial sector. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how did you get started there? And what was your story about that? Yeah, so I actually used to own a coffee shop in downtown Chicago, and as part of that, met someone who was a financial planner, and he really helped us a lot with paying off our student loans, figuring out how to take care of our student, or I mean our business debt as well, and start making plans for how are we ever going to retire one day, that, that sort of thing. And we really just were so blessed by him and the work that he did for us. So then when we found out we were going to have a baby and we decided to sell our business, we were thinking like, well, what's the next, the next thing that, um, you know, is in our future? What does God have for us? What would we enjoy doing? You know, just started asking those questions. Mm-hmm. And our financial planner, his name is Mark. He actually called my husband, Brandon, and said, hey, I'm looking to hire some people to do what I do. Do you know anybody that would want to apply? And Brandon got off the phone and told me, uh, you know, that that had just happened. I was like, I was just telling you, you need to go start looking for a job. No one's going to hire me at, you know, in my, 
you know, six months pregnant, you know, huge right. <laughs> um, at that <laughs> point. Um, so like, why don't you apply and just see what happens? And he actually applied, he went through the whole process and found out he could not uh, work for Mark because he is too entrepreneurial. And really to be in the financial sector, you have so many rules you have to follow mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. So to be entrepreneurial doesn't really fit there for a lot of people. And so, you know, we are like, okay, well, we'll go find something else. But then a month or two later, they called us back and said, actually, we figured out a way that you could still be entrepreneurial, still exercise your entrepreneurial giftings and do this uh, financial uh, planning kind of thing. Um, and we don't want you just you to do it. We want you and Amanda to do it together because they saw how we had worked well as a team through the coffee shop and uh, one thought we could bring that teamwork to uh, this new thing that we were going to do. And so we talked about it, we prayed about it, and we felt like, yeah, this sounds like a good fit for what we can be doing with our lives now. We experienced such great benefit from it. Let's see how we could benefit others. And so we started doing that. And even before the baby was born, took a little bit of time off and then are, are going full steam ahead now. That's good. So you actually own this. Uh, you actually have a business you own. Yes. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So like for people just coming out of college or, or you know, the younger listeners, um, do you would you say that this path was ideal for you? Yeah, that's a that's an interesting thing. So people asked us a bunch when we were selling the business, like, was it worth it? What? um did you know did you make any money those kind of things and you know before we decided to go on our own entrepreneurial journey um we were you know working in a cubicle you know the 8 30 to 5 uh corporate kind of uh life and you know making a decent salary not huge but decent and Mm -hmm. through the coffee shop we never made as much like profit in our pockets like our gross profit way more than what we were making but actually like what we took home was never as much as we were making had we stayed in those cubicles in those jobs so in financially speaking no it wasn't really worth it right if you just compare it that way but the life lessons and the relationships that we built and the you know that kind of thing was way beyond just the monetary value and we know, you know, 30 years from now, we're going to, like, be really thankful that we, we took that route and that journey. And maybe we'll make more money because we have more knowledge. And, you know, it's kind of a way to do graduate school, but without going to an accredited university. You know, gotcha. it's kind of our version of graduate school is actually the hands-on experience of going through this journey. That's good. That's good. It's very encouraging, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it encourages people to just stick it out, you know. Yeah. That's great. Um, so um, I just want to move forward. You said you have some experience with like church planting. What's uh, Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So the movement that like I'm a part of, um, have been a part of since college. So a church planting movement it was sort of if you were a leader in the church and you had the creativity and the the go gettedness uh, to 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 do something, they automatically started funneling you into church planting (laughs) and so when actually when my husband and I met uh, we both had started 
felt like maybe church planting was in our future. And that was part of how, you know, we started dating and we started talking about marriage. We kind of knew like we were headed in the same direction and that direction was towards church planting. And so after we got married, you know, you don't really want to go and plant a church, start a new church in that first year of marriage. We're like, well, maybe we can go help another church get started and learn what it's like. So that's what we did. and it was a lot of fun. It was also really hard. We learned a lot <laughs> through that process. Yeah. And then um, we de- we decided we wanted to still, you know, try that ourselves. And so we went to a larger church just to get some more training and um, kind of be sent from that church. Yeah. And um, we actually started the coffee shop and started the church at about the same time. <laughs> and it was. Um, kind of crazy. I don't know that I would recommend doing that. Um, and but we like what we found was that God would was blessing the the coffee shop a lot. We were having lots of spiritual conversations with people across mm-hmm. the bar. You know, people that would never darken the doorway of a church, and that was that was a huge encouragement to us. We loved having those kinds of conversations. Uh, whereas in the church, there was you know, in that church setting, we're still, some of that was going on, but not to the extent that it was in the coffee shop. Um, And so after pursuing the church plant for about five years, we actually decided to fold back into that church that we had originally helped uh, to start, even though someone else is like the pastor. Mm -hmm. Um, We just folded back in with them. They weren't that far away. It was pretty easy. And we uh, doubled down our efforts with the coffee shop and the the things that we were doing through that hey guys thanks for listening we'll be right back after a short break hey guys i really hope you're enjoying edify me i want to let you know that you can get paid for listening to this podcast it sounds crazy but it's true i discovered this free app called podcoin and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts here's how it works You listen to podcasts and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you can turn that PodCoin in for gift cards to places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you want, you can donate to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. All you have to do is download the app on your iPhone or Android and put my special code in. My code is EdifyMe. When you do, you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. So go ahead, listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and sign up with code EdifyMe. It'll be a great time. Let's get back to the episode. Gotcha. That's a very encouraging story. It's always good to hear, you know, people uh, being interested in Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. outside in this world, you know, yeah. you know outside the four walls of the church because... You know, that's where we should be uh, evangelizing the most, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, yeah, well, yeah. and I guess one of the things that I would just encourage people, if you are, like, within the church, your leaders might, you know, funnel you into something that everyone else is doing, like church planting. And in some ways, that was actually positive for us because I don't think we would have ever realized that we were entrepreneurs if we hadn't have, you know, been thinking about starting a new church. We never thought about starting a new business. Or, you know, or like recognize that part of who God made us to be. Um, And so like uh, kind of following the lead, like leadership, uh, letting those things kind of come about. If I would have 
you know, at 20, 21, felt like I was an entrepreneur, I might have taken a totally different path. But thinking, oh, I'm a church planter, and then later finding out, oh, I'm actually an entrepreneur, that that path really um, was positive for me. And I don't think I would go back and try to, like, force anything different, I guess. Yeah, that's good. So you think your entrepreneurship and your church planting gifting is kind of one and the same, so to speak? Yeah, kind of. Or they kind of play off each other? Or like, I don't think I would have discovered that I'm really an entrepreneur had I not tried church planting first. Gotcha. So with that, is that something that you see yourself in the future doing for years to come? I definitely want to stay an entrepreneur <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and now we're kind of on our second business, you know, first one in the coffee shop, second one is this financial services. We're hoping we're going to stay with this one for a long time, um, yeah. but I'm, I'm really looking forward to helping other entrepreneurs, uh, kind of being a mentor, sharing things that I've learned, uh, helping, you know, them figure out the financial side, but also the business planning side those kinds of things um the one one way to think about church planting is that anytime you're doing discipleship that you're uh, helping encourage another person in that relationship with christ you're kind of planting a mini church like in that person um, and so in those kind of ways like i'm s- still sometimes a church planter like even working with a 12 year old girl you know in our middle school ministry and you know mm-hmm. Uh, seeing the leadership potential in her and encouraging that um, it's it's still part of um, being an entrepreneur being a church planter is still part of like who I am if that did I answer your question yeah yeah no, okay yeah, that's a very encouraging story you know because um, you don't hear a lot of people who are interested in church planning because it's very tedious and mm-hmm. it could take a lot of time and energy yeah but, yeah that's very encouraging so um, you said you're into mentoring younger, younger uh, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and older ones, people that, you know, that doesn't really matter your age. If you want uh, to learn and grow, you can learn and grow from anybody. And so I've actually worked with a lot of budding entrepreneurs that are a lot older than me, too. But because I've got the experience they they feel like they can learn something from me. Definitely. So we could send people your way if needed, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Um, well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm very encouraged by your story. And uh, like I said, today, it was a very short episode. Um, but uh, basically, um, if you could give one more word of advice, like, to anyone, like, if, if they didn't know you at all and you could just tell them one thing, what would you, what would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, so... I'm going to put on my like financial hat for a second and um, a lot of young people, you know, kind of put off doing any kind of financial planning until later. Um, But it's actually something that the sooner you start, the sooner you uh, think about things, the bigger opportunity that you have to, to make a difference over time. I talked with so many 50 and 60 year olds that say, I wish I would have started sooner. And that was, that's part of my impetus to really be talking to people my age and younger to say, you know, do you want to be like those 50 and 60 year olds and wish you had started sooner? Or do you want to go in and get started now? And there's always a way to move forward. Even if you're barely, you know, making ends meet and you're living paycheck to paycheck, there are strategies that can help you get to a better place. And so whether you work with me, whether you work with somebody else, 
um, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not here to like sell anything or whatever. I'm just saying to, um, to, to take that seriously. Um, there's some really awesome Christian people like, uh, you know, Dave Ramsey that, you know, is all about getting out of debt, uh, setting up spending plans, making sure you're, you know, having a good budget, those kind of things. And then there's people like me that kind of go beyond that to how are you going to pay for your kid's college? How are you going to retire? Um, what are some strategies to do that even outside the stock market in a more safe place? Or do you want to go into real estate investing or, you know, just um, uh, different ways to think about it? I love having those kinds of conversations, kind of going beyond just the budget or uh, getting out of debt to how are you going to um, sow seeds for the future, for yourself, for your family, for your community, uh, go, going you know, to generosity, those kind of things. So just having those kinds of conversations in your 20s, in your 30s, mm-hmm. I think is an amazing thing to do. And you'll thank yourself when you're in your 60s and 70s. <laughs> awesome. So set up now and then thrive in the future, right? Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Well, Ms. Amanda, thank you so much for your time. Um, and we'll go ahead and just wrap, wrap up this episode. But, um, you know, you're welcome to come back anytime and be free or, you know, if you would like to do another episode. And, you know, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. And if anybody listening wants to connect, um, you can find me at grandmaswealthwisdom.com. Awesome. Grandmaswealthwisdom.com? Yeah. All right, sounds good. Okay. Alrighty, guys. Um, Until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for listening and have a great day.